0: You're about to listen to the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, Season 3, Episode 12. That's 62 episodes of the Meet Mediocrity Podcast, and today's guest is Kylene Cox. She goes by Kai, and her company that she founded is called Awaken Innate Healing. Awaken Innate Healing guides people to heal themselves, Kai is a healer. She's also clairvoyant. She's also a medium. She's also a super interesting and a very kind person. Ready to hear more? Let's get started. Hello, hello. It's your host, Mediocre Mitch, and welcome to Meet Mediocrity, the podcast, season three, episode 12. I'll do the quick plug that I've been doing the past few episodes, and that is to, after you listen to this podcast episode, take a minute, go to www.meetmediocrity.com and do the following. Give us your email address so you can be part of our newsletter mailing list. You'll get a newsletter in an email format every week, nice and easy, quick read, references all of our latest episodes on the podcast and the YouTube channel, and gives you a special exclusive tip of the week. So that's the first thing you're going to do when you go to www.mediocrity.com. The second thing you're going to do is um, check out a couple of Meet Mediocrity YouTube videos. They're fun. They're less than five minutes. And you'll get something useful out of them, I'm sure. And the third thing you're going to do while you're on www.meetmediocrity.com is you're going to send me a short message that says, hey, Mitch. I'd love a free Meet Mediocrity t-shirt. Here's where you can send one. And here's my t-shirt size. There you have it. That is an extra special way to spend about 10 minutes after you listen to this podcast episode with my guest and my new friend, Kai Cox. So... Here's the deal. I was on Instagram a few months ago, and I noticed Awaken Innate Healing was following me on my Instagram page, and I was intrigued. I'm like, what is Awaken Innate Healing? What does it mean? How does it work? And Enter Kai, a fourth-generation healer. She's intuitive. She clearly sees the connection between mind and body and spirit. She's a licensed massage therapist who also practices a um, type of therapy or a type of healing called biotouch. Um, Biotouch is a unique holistic approach to alleviate pain and promote good health. Kai is also very fascinating and very kind, and um, we had a nice conversation about seeing spirits, being clairvoyant and what does it mean um look i don't completely get it because i'm not it uh i don't have that special skill i don't have that special power but it's a thing i know it's a thing so many people for so many generations have had that special skill so i was trying i i tried to have a, a very thoughtful and sincere conversation with Kai, and she was very receptive and shared a lot of insights about what that's like and what you can expect from working with her. So without further delay, here's a very cool conversation between me and Kylene Cox, Awaken Innate Healing. So Kai, thanks for being with me today.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Mitch. I'm excited to be here.
0: I'm excited to have you because I think you're super interesting and super cool.
1: Thank you. <laughs> what a huge compliment! I can't agree more. About yeah, you. <laughs> I'm
0: glad you agree. Um, so, Kai, here's the thing: I actually was observing you from afar online, and um, you know, you caught my attention with the name awaken innate healing like that's 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 deep right and i started reading a lot of your posts and i was like this woman is fascinating oh, wow. you've you've got you've got a good you've got good messaging you've got a good vibe but you're you're you you've got a, also a deep approach to understanding others more than just more than just a silly meme that says have a good day. Um, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> right. So why don't we start why don't we start there? Tell us a little bit about you and awaken innate healing in terms of where what, what is that today? And then we'll then we'll talk a little bit later about how you got there. So where are you today?
1: Okay, so today I am a holistic medium teacher and healer. But when I say healer, I mean, over the last 10 years, I've gotten really good at holding space for people to innately heal themselves. And then I offer tools that can help them on that healing journey. I truly believe that all of us have the power to heal ourselves. And whenever we actually do healing, it's from within.
0: Okay, time out. So um, holding space to heal ourselves. First question. When you define healing, Mm -hmm. what kind of healing are you talking about?
1: Oh, man. Um, I would say it's healing on all different levels. So I feel that once we become more spacious, everything kind of just aligns. So like when we're in that state of stress or anxiety or pain We're very collapsed in on ourselves.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And sometimes all we need to do is breathe to be more
0: spacious. And it it sounds too simple. I know. (laughs) And when you say, when you say I hold space open for people to heal themselves, it it sounds to me like you're basically saying to people, chill out, relax, (laughs) whatever it is that's bothering you you can make it go away. That's not what you're doing. What is it?
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, it's a part of it. Um, You know, a lot of what makes our reality is the things we're telling ourselves in our head. So especially repetitive thoughts. So sometimes if we can just stop that repetition and just be in the moment, then, you know, we can see a change within ourselves, but, you know, that isn't always the case. Sometimes we've been telling us ourselves that message for years or decades. So just being in the moment won't necessarily heal it. So that's where my tools that I've learned over the, well, my whole lifetime, technically, (laughs) I was very lucky, um, to always kind of be in this work. Um, that's where they come in to help guide. And then I give messages from spirit guides and loved ones and our higher selves.
0: So you, you were talking, so that was, that was where I was going to go next, because you talked about being a medium. Yes. So the first part, I completely understand, right? This whole concept of either a stressful situation or or years and years and decades of a repetitive kind of frame of mind can put you in a bad spot either over a long period of time or a short period of time following something traumatic. So I feel like you, you guiding someone and helping them address that and, and, and heal themselves, if you will, I think makes a lot of sense to me. That makes a lot of sense to me. Perfect. What I think makes less sense to me and is probably more of a, a foreign thought to many people is this whole concept of being a medium and being able to channel positive feelings from loved ones, from from others, from people who perhaps aren't even with us anymore, and to channel that forward to to help in the healing process. Mm-hmm. That's something that because I can't do it, I have trouble relating to it, it Um, but that doesn't mean it's not a thing. It means (laughs) it's a thing I need help understanding. So can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Okay. So, well, the exciting thing is for people that love science and research, science, I believe is finally starting to actually explore this topic, Mm -hmm. that it is possible. So there's lots of researchers out there. So, you know, for those people that are logical minded, we'll finally have answers soon. Right. <laughs> but for me, um, a message can come in. So we have eight clear senses. So we have our five senses, right? You know, our normal sight, see, all those good things. Mm-hmm. And I like to think that I live a six sensory life. So that mm-hmm. means I tap into the things that are more in our plane instead of in our actual physical body. So okay. like clairvoyance and you know claircognizance, all of those fun things. Um, and that's how I pick up on messages. So really all I'm, if you wanna simplify what I'm doing, I'm picking up on the vibration through my body to give a message that they might not be picking up on. But the message is out there for everyone.
0: So I don't, so I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to, I'm, first of all, I, I have zero intention of being offensive, okay. um, but I, but I, but I, but I, I hope I don't offend you by oversimplifying, Okay, but, but, to, love me, but, but <laughs> to me, to me, I think what you're saying is you're incredibly aware and being aware can't always be described in a physical way.
1: Exactly. So
0: like, it's almost like, again, to oversimplify, someone walks in with a body language or or a a look on their face or um, a tone of voice, and you can pick up on things about that person if you're observant enough. Yes. And I think that's kind of what you're saying at a deeper level. Is that right? That
1: is correct. Yes. That is a great way to simply put it. Um, it's the little things that our subconscious mind are perceiving that we don't always necessarily pick up on unless we practice to pick up on those things.
0: And, and I'm sure your clients don't realize, well, don't often realize that they're putting out those vibrations. They're putting out those feelings.
1: That's very possible. Yes.
0: And when, when you speak about kind of a spirit world or, or, you know, um, being clairvoyant Again, at the, at the risk of oversimplifying, I kind of, and, and hopefully not offending anyone, I view it as a similar way as people view religion and God. Because um, all kinds of people view religion and God differently. Mm-hmm. sometimes it's a being sometimes it's a supernatural being sometimes it's a way of feeling sometimes it's a way of behaving sometimes it's a way that we're all connected with one another if you ask 10 different people um with 10 different varying degrees of religious involvement they would probably all describe god 10 different ways
1: definitely
0: and i feel like And again, I want to ask you now, so when you say, you know, I have messages from loved ones or messages from spirits or what have you, what you're doing, I think, again, oversimplifying is you're saying, I am observing what you need. I'm observing what you've experienced and I'm observing messages that you will relate to because I get you. Yes. I know I'm oversimplifying, but you know, <laughs> what, what what would you add to that?
1: So my gut reaction to that is, you know, a lot of times people think, oh, I'm religious, so I can't be spiritual. And mm-hmm. I do want to say that I think they're on totally different planes. I believe, you know, all the religions out there have something beautiful to offer. And mm-hmm. if we could, you know, actually pick up on a few things instead of letting it divide us our world would be completely changed but that's a whole different story right i agree with you
0: (laughs) the fact that people use religion as a a weapon instead of what it's meant to be which is uh, you know a way to live a good life it's um it, it it's one of the sins of human nature i think
1: definitely i completely agree so I have, in the past, we we'll run into those experiences where people are afraid of what I do because they are religious. And I just like to say that I think they're on totally different planes. However, yes, if you ask 10 different mediums what they do, you're going to get 10 different answers as well, just like any kind of healing modality, except for biotouch which is something we'll probably talk about, we'll talk later. about this, yeah. but um, you know, because it's all of how we interpret. Yeah. So we're all taught different ways to interpret things.
0: So Kai, before, um, before we get into biotouch it, well, and then go back, I, I just want to ask you, um, you, what you do. You just described it in terms of religious people perhaps not wanting to go where you go. Um, it's hard to, for most people to understand where you're at and when, what you bring to the table. And I'm sure you get a lot of people who are just like, that's garbage. Or I think that you're just trying to make things up to take my money. <laughs> um, right.
1: Everyone's seen the psychic, you know, palm reader, those right. are the- where they are, you know, they are kind of trying to manipulate you sometimes that not saying I don't want to generalize anything at all. But
0: But how how do you differentiate yourself?
1: um, I put the intention out there that I am not here to prove to anyone of what I'm doing, or what they're capable of doing. So that way, the clients that come to me are at a point where, yes, they probably still have questions. But it's not that Here's my money. Prove you can do
0: this. Right, right. Because that 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 to me becomes a contentious experience. I don't want to. I, I don't want to. You know, it's it's like anything else. It's it's you don't believe me, so prove it. Like that. Right. That, that's that, all that's, ego,
1: and I don't not, want to come and from. And it's not going to
0: be a mutually beneficial relationship at all. Exactly. Tell me, tell me a little bit about BioTouch because that is um, something that you do now mm-hmm. as part as part of the services you provide to clients. I had never heard of BioTouch, um, but until the first time I spoke with you, so tell me a little bit about that.
1: So BioTouch is a very simple and that's why I figured you would love it cuz simplicity, right? Simplicity. <laughs> yeah. Easy
0: to understand.
1: Yeah, maybe that should have been my business name, just simplicity. <laughs> but um it's a hands-on healing technique um that I think truly reawakened what I had been so ashamed of for so long, these gifts and everything, because it helped me connect to my self-awareness. So it's simple where you just touch points out over the body. There's 17 sets of points. Anyone can do it. I've taught children. I've taught people in their seventies and eighties and everywhere in between. Um, and so everyone can do that. And then it's kind of up to you where you take it. So-, so you
0: touch you touch you touch your 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 client at these key points or trigger points or whatever they are in your body. And what are you looking for? What are you sensing? And then how do you use that to heal?
1: So for that, um, I so there's names of points. So like there's a stress set. Pretty much right. every client I have, I'll do the stress set, right? Yep. Who doesn't face stress? Almost Everyone. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's things like the back set, which are really, they seem obvious, but there's so much that goes on into our back. Our back relates to the whole system of the body. So like all the organs and everything like that. And then. You know, just depending on where they are, what they're physically feeling, that's how I decide which points to do. And then I incorporate a whole bunch of other healing techniques in my personal sessions. Of course, people that do just BioTouch work, you know, they'll just do the sessions based on what you need. Um, but BioTouch has changed my life so much that I am now the treasurer of the board. And wow. Um, the global outreach coordinator. So I volunteer as much as I can just because I truly believe that this is the revolution of love because it's a nonprofit. They're, you know, they're just out there to spread love and awareness.
0: So let me make sure I understand if, so you you perform bio touch on someone and you're feeling this, the the stress points, for example, Mm -hmm. and you sense that they're what? Inflamed, enlarged, hyperactive. You know, like, what do you or, or 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 are you are you? Is it something about the energy you give to those parts that, that makes them less active? Like, what 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 are you physically doing when you perform biotouch on a client?
1: So when I'm doing biotouch, I'm just simply touching those areas, and you're kind of getting into the question of why biotouch works.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it does, but I'm just wanting to understand, like, because I'm sure there are listeners like me who are like, look, as soon as as soon as I I can get my vaccine, and mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about COVID, like I want to try this because it sounds fascinating. But right. like, what's going to happen, and what's it going to do for me?
1: So the exciting thing is. Since it's an educational um, nonprofit, you can start learning with your family today. And a lot of the points you can even learn for free, which Mm. is, you know, tell me about another healing technique that teaches you completely for free.
0: (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Um, So you don't have to sense anything. You don't have to pick up on the energies. You just have to send love from one person to another and not saying you have to be in love, right? Being in love and sending love are totally different ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you're taking that moment to be present for them so that they can be present for themselves.
0: Have you been involved with, or have you tried Reiki? I have. Is there a difference?
1: Yes. Big difference. Tell me. Um So Reiki is another beautiful healing modality. Um, When I took the class, all I kind of kept thinking was, wow, there's a lot to this. I have to learn another language, right? Right. Because the signs have names and then I have to know how to draw these symbols. And I just personally, I got a little too overwhelmed. So I I got to like level three and was like, it's not for me. There's thousands of healing techniques out there. Um, Reiki, the biggest difference is sometimes Reiki is off the body and bio touch is always skin to skin contact.
0: Gotcha. So I get it because to me, if you go again, almost like you were describing, you know, some of your sessions when you're, um, you know, coaching someone, if you will, if you come in and you say, here's my money, do the bio touch. I bet you it doesn't do anything for me. It won't do anything for you, but, but right. I mean, I'm just asking, like, I always feel like if you come in and you're open to it providing benefits, and if you're with someone who knows how to provide that kind of the right touch in the right place at the right time, you will have benefits. So is it, is it a frame of mind thing, a two-way frame of mind thing as well?
1: So that's very interesting that you say it that way um for most healing i think that is the case because you know if you think about the body language when you're coming in in that circumstance you're probably coming in this won't work your body's all yeah, tight you're like yep. this you know whatever happens this isn't going to help me right um my mentor paul actually has an incredible story of they were at a school and the options were, were go to detention or get biotouch. And this one kid that was always acting up, he kept coming by the biotouch. Um, and, you know, they'd be like, oh, do you want a session? He'd be like, no, no, don't touch me. Absolutely not. Well, of course, then he acted up, got in trouble. They're like, you can either get bio touch or detention. And he's like, fine, I'll do that stupid bio touch thing. And so he came in with the mindset, this isn't going to work, right? Right. His teachers reported that he was a different kid the rest of the day because he was relaxed. Uh-huh. He wasn't acting up. So he probably came in with that mindset. This isn't going to work. And it still did. Interesting.
0: So. <laughs> okay. So. Kai, you had made a comment I didn't let it pass. I heard you. <laughs> Excuse me, where you said um instead of being ashamed of the powers that I had mm-hmm. and, and, and and you know, you began to appreciate yourself. I want to hear a little bit about your journey. Okay. You know, cuz you 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 know, here you are today, um you're a medium, you're a healer. There are a lot of things that you do that Require some gifts and gifts that you've had for a long time. So tell me a little bit about the journey you've been on that got you to today.
1: Well, first, I always like to thank my mother for the world she brought me into everything. She has always been very open and trying everything that there was. So, you know, when I was diagnosed at a very young age with ADD and learning disabilities, she was like, "Okay, what are the alternative things we can look into?" Right. So that definitely helped. You know, meditating at five years old—that helped. <laughs> right?
0: Wow. I yep. still,
1: I did still have to go on um, Adderall and Ritalin, whatever it, you know. Yep. Tried sure. Things, yep. Um, just so that I could fit in the box of going to normal school. Yep. Um, but another thing that I think kind of speaks to why I was acting up was. I was seeing and hearing things that I thought everyone else was seeing and hearing, but it was just me or, you know, maybe there was someone else in the class that was also doing it, but it was very distracting. So ever since I was little, I remember being able to communicate with spirits and I simply thought everyone else could do it and we weren't supposed to talk about it. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. I just thought, you know, everyone else knew some, everyone else got the memo this isn't something we talk about.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Um, so, wanting to be normal, that has been definitely a huge life lesson of mine of just this wanting to fit in. Um, that, you know, in high school and everything, it, I was very depressed. And I openly talk about that right now because, you know, I was able to get through it, but I was suicidal because I was so confused, confused why I couldn't talk about this, why I had to be like people that I could see were in pain, but that's who I was supposed to be like. So then luckily. So here
0: you are, here you are being just yourself Mm -hmm. and almost being told or getting the vibe that you can't be yourself. You need to be like other people, even though you saw those quote unquote other people we're not in a better place than you. In fact, they were in a worse place.
1: Right. And I thought that, you know, maybe that's how life's supposed to be. We're supposed to struggle. And I think a lot of people actually think life is supposed to be a struggle when now, fast forward to today, where I'm 30 years old, and every day I w- wake up and say three things I'm grateful for. And I, enjoy almost all days, (laughs) you know, not to say I won't have an off day, but
0: (laughs) Kai, did you have a turning point? Was there a point in your life when you are like, you know what? I love the way I am and I'm going to nurture the way I am.
1: Um. So I would say one of the biggest turning points was after my grandmother died, who I was Mm -hmm. very close with.
0: Is this your mother's mother? Yes.
1: (laughs) Yes. <laughs>
0: okay. Cause you mentioned that your mother was, you know, you're, you're very tight with your mother. So I'm thinking right. the chain. Okay. Got the chain. Go ahead.
1: Um, And I was going to sleep and I heard my grandma talk to me and I was like, mm, she's not here anymore. Like, but I knew it was a clear conversation. And then the passing of, um, my dog that I had had since I was nine years old for 16 years, you know, that was like, I could still feel her, and I could still know she was with me. So those were two really big turning points, sad in the time, but really helped me dive into, "I want to know what this is," kind of thing.:
0: Because there were moments that was so clear to you.
1: Mm-hmm. that
0: They could they had to be real, which right. they are real. And because they were real rather than push them aside and reject them, you decided to accept them and learn more about them.
1: Yes, and I remember so I started off at when I was young as left-handed, then again wanted to be normal, right? So I started writing with my right hand. Yeah. And I remember sitting down, grabbing the pen with my left hand and writing hone my intuition. I was like, "All right, let's start this journey.
0: (laughs) Fantastic. Yeah. (laughs) So have you, um, you mentioned BioTouch, but have you gone through any other training? Is there formal training? Is there mentoring? How did you hone your skills?
1: So, well, first I like to say I started off as a massage therapist. I graduated from school and then was very fortunate that I got to learn Lomi Lomi, which is spirit guided massage.
0: Tell me about that. I don't know what that is.
1: Okay. So if you Google Lomi Lomi, what comes up on YouTube is not what I do. There's two forms. Okay. <laughs> I just like to put that out there. I learned traditional Lomi Lomi from an honorary kahuna named Cookie um, on the island of Oahu. And it is, it is telling a story through massaging the body. So like, Back in the old days, it would be the kings and the queens that would get these treatments. And then anyone that came onto your table was thought of as a king or a queen. Like, it's the only massage I've ever learned where you have the table up the highest because you want to show them the most up, upward expect. Uh, ooh, excuse me. Um,
0: respect. respect. Yep. Yes.
1: So it's just a beautiful story being told. And that helped me dive in but I didn't realize what I was doing just yet mm-hmm. and then it was learning oh man I've I call myself a lifelong learner and right. I can take a class I will take class uh-huh. so my massage developed I started realizing that cells held memories and uh-huh. that it was part of my job to help release those memories because usually the ones that are stuck are traumatic and right. need to work through them um, and then when I got really clear about honing my intuition, that was after learning the first level bio touch and then knowing that I wanted to become a, uh, certified practitioner.
0: Uh And then
1: I also had the pleasure of learning from Sonia Chiquette, who's a really worldwide known medium. Uh Um, so those working with her for three years, is what kind of put everything into hyperdrive. And then I worked with a local medium to me here in Chicago area, namely Sanitskin, who just confirmed it all, that I got this and I'm ready to go.
0: (laughs) So I'm fascinated by this. And I'm the type of person who, you know, I'm a very kind of practical you know, living in today, you know, some, you know, if you had asked me 10 years ago, if I met you 10 years ago, I'd be like, ah, oh, she's just one of these crazy people.
1: Right. <laughs> I don't,
0: be- I don't believe that's the case, but I am a little bit hesitant to dive into a relationship with someone with your skills. Okay. Um, and it's probably simply a matter of uh, be- of un- of not knowing. So tell me a little bit about you know, what a typical person, what, what, what might they be struggling with suffering from that make them want to work with you? And then the second part of that question is once they start working with you, what would it be like?
1: Okay. So often the clients that come to me, I find this was true for massage as well, are actually things that I might be working on right now. So I am putting on putting out that energy and they're coming to me, right? They're gravitating towards me. Um, I would say the most common thing is people already know what they want to do, but they look for confirmation.
0: Uh-huh. Right? So yep
1: like maybe they know they want to speak up for themselves more but they need tools to say like this is what I need right now. Yeah. Um so I have clients uh, that see me about monthly or so while they're working through an issue. Um and then you know some I won't see for years <laughs> because they're on their path and every well, everyone's on their path. It's just how you connect to support.
0: So let's, let's drill down on that a little bit. So let's just say there's someone who um, you were saying they are struggling with something. You, you use the example of, I want to speak up for myself more. Mm-hmm. So they come to you and they're like, you know, I'm being taken advantage of by friends, by family, by work. I'm doing. I'm. I'm following other people's agenda. I'm not. I'm not following my own. I know I want to break out of this. Kai, help me. So is it, is it talk therapy? Is it what? How does it? How does that play out? So it's hard because
1: although I'm currently on a quest to become like a counselor. Um, by going to school, I would never take away from people that are already counselors or talk therapists. Okay. What we do is totally different. Okay, It's not from my personal experiences, it's messages. So every session I ask my ego to get out of the way so I can be a clear channel. Yeah. And it's funny because I'll end a session and when my ego comes back, I usually won't remember what we even talked about. So, you know, I am trying to get out of the way, and I know that can sound like, "Oh, well, have you thought maybe you're schizophrenic?" Or, you know, no,
0: far? no, 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 no. I'm not. <laughs> but going I have around.
1: had those thoughts before. I actually in but one you of can't channel
0: th- you can't channel schizophrenia, can you? Yeah, I know,
1: I know, but. I actually, in one of Sonia's classes, stood up and said, how do I know these voices in my head aren't just me, <laughs> right? And so everyone on, in the class was really understanding. They're like, we have that feeling too. There is always a little bit of doubt. That is part of being human. That is part of having an ego.
0: Yeah, but time out. You talked about being a clear channel. Okay. <laughs> and and you talked about your ego leaving and being a clear channel. Let me tell you why I relate to that. And then I want to ask you what you mean. I do a lot of executive coaching in my my corporate job. Mm -hmm. And I personally, my natural tendency, just being honest here in front of everyone, I tend to like to listen to what someone is telling me. And then if I have an experience that I believe is completely relatable and is going to have a result. I say, here's what I tried. You could try something like this too, or you consider trying something like this too. How does that feel? And I'm almost answering their problem for them with my own experiences, which is not really right. Really, really, people need to find their own way to solve their own problem. They, you know, if they come to you and say, How would you act in this situation? That's one thing, right? But but it's much more powerful for someone to figure out for themselves, right? Definitely. So when you said, "I want to be a clear channel," so I check my ego at the door. Mm -hmm. I don't tell someone you should feel this way, you should do this, you should do that. (laughs) But what do you do if you're a clear channel? Do you say and do anything to help that person?
1: Yes. So it is about finding the underlying fears, working to release them so that we can be in the vibration of at least love. Love for ourselves, love for humanity, right? So a lot of times we might be having a life lesson that keeps repeating and we see the pattern, or maybe we don't even see the pattern, but what's causing that is fear-based. So it's all about releasing those learned fears.
0: And how do you do that?
1: Uh, So it would, <laughs> how do I do that? With the messages that come through. So it might be, you know, sometimes it's very blunt where it's like, do you actually think that's how you feel? And they'll yep. be like, no, because then I'm, I'm taught, like, I'll be I'll say, I want to talk to your spirit right now. or I want to talk to your soul. Is that what your soul feels? And you can feel the change of, oh, nope, that was ego. Let me get in grounded and into my actual higher self.
0: You know, I understand exactly what you're saying. And you said something about helping people find love for themselves and love from love for humanity. Mm -hmm. I just did a podcast session, uh, a episode, a few episodes ago about a book I read called, it was at the beginning. It's the beginning of this season. So it's the second episode of season three of the Beat Mediocrity podcast. And I did an episode about a book called the book of joy. Yep. I saw that. And that book of joy was about, um, a visit a one week visit between the Archbishop Desmond Tutu and the Dalai Lama. Mm-hmm. And it talks about our lives should be joyful lives. If, if you live a, if you live a good life, you've lived a joyful life. Yes. And I, I mean, it was a, whatever it was, three, 400 page book, or I, I don't know how many pages, but, um, cause I read it on my phone, mm-hmm. but the, um, Message I got from the book, the one overriding message I got from the book was if you deeply and truly love yourself and you deeply and truly love your fellow man, you will find joy. Yes. And if everyone did that, we would live in a much better place than we do today.
1: Definitely. And it
0: sounds like that is almost the same principle that you're following when you're working with your clients.
1: Yes. I've never put those two together, like you just said, but my gut is screaming yes.
0: (laughs) You know, I feel like I'm not Buddhist, but I feel like the Buddhists have it right. At least a lot of what they do just makes a lot of sense to me.
1: Right. It's (laughs) unbelievable. Um, And there, you know, there's a lot of great teachings from all different religions, um, when I got married, we actually brought in six different languages and religions into um the ceremony, just so that every well, not everything, but lots of different views could be represented.
0: Wow. That's yeah. amazing.
1: And you want to know who married me? My mentor Paul <laughs>
0: from IOT. <Really? Myosuch>. Yep. <laughs> that's amazing. So let's Let's kind of wrap this up by talking, you know, I'd like you to share with me kind of, you know, look, we live we live in a very stressful world right now. In fact, I'm older than you are, um, and it's probably the most stressful, not for me personally, but for the planet and for, the, for, the, mm-hmm. for humanity than any time in my life. Because so I'm 56. Um, yes, there have been some wars, but I was born well after world war two. I was born probably the beginning of the Vietnam War. Um, but but like big human, you know, physical wars, not a lot of during my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly no pandemics in my lifetime until now.
1: Right, right.
0: And 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 but now more than ever, I'm seeing a clash of stressful matters come between the pandemic, between Economic inequality and, and and political uncertainty and racial inequality mm-hmm. um, and women's rights and women's equality. And there's just a lot of stressors right. in the world today. And here you are, Kai, mm-hmm. someone who helps people kind of find a little bit of clarity through the stressors. So I'd like to just kind of conclude today's conversation with some perspectives of you of, about kind of the world we're living in today and what we can all do, whether or not we seek out a healer, whether or not we seek out a medium, what we can all do to live better versions of ourselves, given the world we're living in right now.
1: So where I'm being led with that question is to mention... I truly believe that our spirit comes to this earth to learn lessons, right? And it's what we sign up for to learn from that kind of creates our reality. So, right now, the whole world is being asked to remember the lessons they wanted to learn. (laughs) That's why there's so much. And the world, I believe, is being asked to be awoken to what they're actually here for. And, you know, any kind of shift you go through in life, there is going to be that turmoil. There is going to be that pain. And it's just remembering that it's baby steps, one step at a time. And this is where we're supposed to be, that we can get through all of the things that are going on right now. Besides the pandemic, All of this stuff has always been an issue, right? It's always been there. Now it's in our face. Now we have to look at it and say, what does this mean to me? What does this mean to my journey? And so that's just something that we're all kind of in right now. I always like to thank all of the souls that have given their lives so that we could awaken through this pandemic everyone says 2020 was the worst year of my life. Well, I thank those souls for sacrificing themselves because it was actually the best year of my life. It helped me to really see where I want to be and where I'm going. So I hope other people can see that in this situation.
0: That was a great, great answer, and and and, and it, it sounded a little bit complicated, but it's not right. And I'll tell you why. Um, there's a story I once read, and um, I'm sh- I have no idea whether this will relate resonate with you at all. But there's a world famous, well, at least a famous. American football coach
1: mm-hmm.
0: who's now in the Hall of Fame. His name is Jimmy Johnson. He's actually a an NBC commentator. I think NBC. Anyway, he's a TV commentator for football. And Jimmy Johnson used to be a head coach. He coached Super Bowl winning teams. He coached um NCAA championship football teams. And um, he was once being interviewed, and someone said to him, uh, "Coach Johnson, can you please tell us the the season amongst all of your great seasons, the Super Bowl championships, the national championships in college, the cha- the, the 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 amazing thing, the years when you won Coach of the Year? Tell us which season meant the most to you." Yeah. And he said, I'll tell you exactly. It was the year I was coaching the Dallas Cowboys. We won one game and we lost 15 of them. And they said, Why was that the best year of your career? That sounds like the worst year of your career. And he says, It's because I learned the most.
1: Right. The most and that's gross exactly
0: world. what you're saying, isn't it? Yes. yes. So 2020, you know, is was well, you know, some awful things happened. I feel, you know, some awful things happened to me and to my family. Mm-hmm. But it's through the awful things that you have the greatest opportunities. I think that's what you're saying as well.
1: Yes, because you're being asked, are you ready to learn this lesson? And you get to decide if you are or if you're just going to keep on the track of lower vibration and maybe fear, right? (laughs) It's interesting because, you know, everyone was all oh my gosh, I have to get toilet paper. Well, yeah, that's because they should probably look at their you know, their sense of safety. A lot of people like to say their root chakra, right? Where do they feel safe? Well, once you get past that, you're the person laughing at those people.
0: <laughs> so what you're saying is we really shouldn't be that focused on toilet paper.
1: No. <laughs> well, maybe if you want to go more eco-friendly, try bamboo. Focus on those things. Focus on how we can help our earth.
0: <laughs> Kai, I have to tell you, I really, really am glad I met you. I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope we can keep in touch.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. I was just thinking that, like, oh, maybe you know.
0: Yeah, this is a, this isn't a, like
1: a reading or something. This is We should
0: do that. We should do that. This is not a one and done. Okay.
1: Right. I agree. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, listen, um, hopefully, hopefully next time I speak with you, you'll be a new mother.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and um, I wish you a lot of luck and, and, and well-being and, and great happiness with that as well.
1: Thank you so much. I really <laughs> appreciate
0: that. <laughs> All right, Kai. Take care.
1: Thank you. You too.
0: There you have it. That was a really fun conversation for me with Kai because I like to learn about new things. And I have to be honest with you, I've never personally known someone who is a medium. I never knew someone who saw spirits and energy and had the ability, had clairvoyance. Like I never met someone like that. So I was able to ask Kai questions that really satisfied my curiosity and I really you know, I hope I didn't oversimplify things. I don't think I did. I think um I was trying to relate to it, relate to her skills, relate to her powers, and I feel like I did. So the thing I really liked about Kai is she's learned to really appreciate herself. She didn't always, but she learned to appreciate herself and not be ashamed of her unusual skills and her gifts. She learned to love who she was, how to nurture her gifts and bring the positivity of her skills to other people. I love the way she's open and honest about her journey. She talks about her challenges she talks about how she wasn't comfortable with herself that she wasn't comfortable with her skills but she grew to appreciate them she overcome her challenge overcame her challenges and she admits that it wasn't easy, um, but what she did do is not only overcome them, but she was also able to create you know, something that is very special for her because she's able to help other people and obviously special for her clients. So I'm going to leave some links in the podcast description for Awaken Innate Healing. I will leave links for her... Um, website for her Instagram handle. And I'll also leave a, a, a link as well for BioTouch, um, which is the healing skill that she's learned to help her, help her clients, her customers. So with that, here's my wrap up. There's a lot going on in the mediocrity world. I mentioned at the beginning, website, newsletter, YouTube channel, etc. And of course, the podcast. Um, I will also tell you, I've been saying over the past few episodes that I hope everyone starts getting their vaccines. I got my first vaccine. Super excited. Excuse me. I will be getting my second episode, my second episode, my second vaccine, my second dose um, in two more weeks. I had it a week ago. Three weeks you wait. So it's um, two more weeks. And then hopefully... We'll start to really see that the light at the end of the tunnel is actually a light and not another oncoming train. So with that, I hope all of you who want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. I hope all of you stay safe and healthy. I hope you start enjoying the spring weather and the new birth of of life, of flowers, of plants that are all starting to bloom. And continue stay healthy, keep smiling, and be well. That's it everyone, take care.